I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listener's Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listener's Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, listeners. Thank you so much to all of you that have taken part in our survey. If you would like to have your say, we'd love to hear from you. We're leaving the survey open for one more week. Just go to bykids4kids.co and click on survey or find the link in the show notes to this episode. Also, we have a big announcement. We're so excited. We've published our first book. It's called The Giggling Goblin's Guide to Playful Proverbs. It's a 64-page picture book filled with delightful illustrations and entertaining stories to explain popular proverbs. You've heard the stories on BKFK. Why not get the book? Children will learn the meaning and importance of timeless sayings, such as strike while the iron is hot and don't count your chickens before they hatch. This collection provokes children to think and learn valuable life lessons through eight captivating rhyming stories told by Gilbert and the Giggling Goblins, who provide playful commentary throughout the book. The stories are funny and exciting, and the illustrations are just brilliant. Just search for the Giggling Goblins Guide to Playful Proverbs on Amazon, or click on the link in the show notes of this episode. Okay, Rubes, your turn. Winnie the Pooh, Chapter 8, Part 1, in which Christopher Robin leads an expedition to the North Pole. I'm Liot as Winnie the Pooh. I'm 10 years old, I live in Minnesota, and I love reading. Hello, my name is Talis Cow. I am 6 years old, and I live in Essex. And my favourite thing to do is to plant seeds. And colour. I'm Vivian as Rabbit. I'm 8 years old, I'm from Scotland, and I like gymnastics and piano. And Grace as Piglet. I'm six years old. I'm from California and I love to draw. I'm Josiah as Kanga and I'm from California. I love eggs and Legos and Monster Jam. And Eddie as Owl. I'm five and I love soccer. And from Durham, North Carolina. And DNG as Eeyore. I'm from Korea. I live in Jordan. And I like playing instruments and the piano. I'm eight years old. One day, Pooh had stumped up to the top of the forest to see if his friend Christopher Robin was interested in bears at all. At breakfast that morning, a simple meal of marmalade spread lightly over a honeycomb or two, he had suddenly thought of a new song. It began like this. 
Sing ho for the life of a bear. When he had got as far as this, he scratched his head and thought to himself, That's a very good start for a song. But what about the second line? He tried singing ho, ho, ho two or three times, but it didn't seem to help. Perhaps it would be better if I said hi for the life of a bear. So he sang it. But it wasn't. Very well then, I shall sing that first line twice. And perhaps if I sing it very quickly, I shall find myself singing the third and fourth lines before I have time to think of them. And that will be a good song. Now then, sing ho for the life of a bear. Sing ho for the life of a bear. I don't much mind if it rains or snows, cause I've got a lot of honey on my nice new nose. I don't much care if it snows or thaws, cause I've got a lot of honey on my nice clean paws. Sing ho for the bear. Sing ho for a poo. I'll have a little something in an hour or two. He was so pleased with the song that he sang it all the way to the top of the forest. But if I go on singing it much longer, it will be time for the little something. And then the last line won't be true. So he turned it into a hum instead. Christopher Robin was sitting outside his door, putting on his big boots. As soon as he saw the big boots, Pooh knew that an adventure was going to happen. And he brushed the honey off his nose with the back of his paw and spruced himself up as well as he could so as to look ready for anything. Good morning, Christopher Robin. Hello, Pooh Bear. I can't get this boot on. That's bad. Do you think you can very kindly lean against me? Because I keep pulling so hard that I fall over backwards. Pooh sat down, dug his feet into the ground and pushed hard against Christopher Robin's back. And Christopher Robin pushed hard against his and pulled and pulled at his boot until he had got it on. And that's that. What do we do next? We are all going on the expedition, said Christopher Robin as he got up and brushed himself. Thank you, Pooh. Going on an expedition? I don't think I've ever been on one of those. Where are we going on this expedition? Expedition, silly old bear. It's got an X in it. Oh, I know, said Pooh. But he didn't really. We're going to discover the North Pole. Oh, what is the North Pole? It's just a thing that you discover, said Christopher Robin carelessly, not being quite sure himself. Oh, I see. Are bears any good at discovering it? Of course they are. And rabbit and kanga and all of you. It's an expedition. That's what an expedition means. A long line of everybody. Better tell the others to get ready. Well, I see if my gun is alright. And we must all bring provisions. Bring what? Things to eat. Oh, I thought you said provisions. I'll go and tell them. And he stumped off. The first person he met was Rabbit. Hello, Rabbit. Is that you? Let's pretend it isn't and see what happens. I've got a message for you. I'll give it to him. 
We're all going on an expedition with Christopher Robin. What is it when we're on it? A sort of boat, I think. Oh, that sort. Yes, and we're going to discover a pole or something. Or was it a mole? Anyhow, we're going to discover it. Yes, and we've got to bring pro things to eat with us. In case we want to eat them. Now I'm going down to Piglet's. Tell Kanga, will you? He left Rabbit and hurried down to Piglet's house. The piglet was sitting on the ground at the door of his house, blowing happily at a dandelion and wondering whether it would be this year, next year, sometime or never. He had just discovered that it would be never and was trying to remember what it was and hoping it wasn't anything nice when Pooh came up. Oh, piglet, we're going on an expedition. All of us with things to eat to discover something. To discover what? Oh, just something. Nothing fierce. Christopher Robin didn't say anything about fierce. He just said it had an X. It isn't their necks, I mind. It's their teeth. But Christopher Robin is coming, I don't mind anything. In a little while, they were already at the top of the forest, and the expedition started. First came Christopher Robin and Rabbit, then Piglet and Pooh, then Kanga with Rue in her pocket and Owl, then Eeyore, and at the end, in a long line, all Rabbit's friends and relations. I didn't ask them, explained Rabbit carelessly. They just came. They always do. They can march at the end after Eeyore. What I say, said Eeyore, that is unsettling. I didn't want to come on this. Expo said what Pooh said. I only came to oblige, but here I am. And if I am the end of the Expo what we're talking about, then let me be the end. But if every time I want to sit down for a little rest, I have to brush away half a dozen of Rabbit's smaller friends and relations first, then this isn't an expo, whatever it is at all. It's simply a confused noise. That's what I say. I see what you or me, said Owl. If you ask me, I'm not asking anybody, said Eeyore. I'm just telling everybody. We can look for the North Pole, or we can play Here We Go Gathering Nuts and May with the end parts of an ant's nest. It's all the same to me. There was a shout from the top of the line. Come on! Called Christopher Robin. Come on! Called Pooh and Piglet. Come on! Called Owl. We're starting. Said Rabbit. I must go. And he hurried off to the front of the expedition with Christopher Robin. All right. Said Eeyore. Where are you going? Only don't blame me. So off they all went to discover the pole. And as they walked, they chatted to each other of this and that, all except Pooh, who was making up a song. This is the first verse, he said to Piglet when he was ready with it. First verse of what? My song. What song? This one. Which one? Well, if you listen, Piglet, you'll hear it. How do you know I'm not listening? Pooh couldn't answer that one, so he began to sing. They 
all went off to discover the pole. Owl and piglet and rabbit and all. It's a thing you discover, as I've been told, by owl and piglet and rabbit and all. Eeyore, Christopher, Robin and Pooh, and rabbit's relations all went too. And where the pole was, none of them knew. Sing hey for owl and rabbit and all. Hush, said Christopher Robin, turning around to Pooh. We're just coming to the dangerous place. Hush, said Pooh, turning around quickly to Piglet. Hush, said Piglet to Kanga. Hush, said Kanga to Owl, while Roo said hush several times to himself very quietly. Hush, said Owl to Eeyore. Hush, said Eeyore in a terrible voice to all Rabbit's friends and relations. And they all said hastily to each other all down the line until it got to the last one of all. And the last and smallest friend and relation was so upset to find that the whole expedition was saying hush to him that he buried himself head downwards in a crack in the ground and stayed there for two days until the danger was over and then went home in a great hurry and lived quietly with his aunt ever afterwards. His name was Alexander Beetle. They had come to a stream which twisted and tumbled between high rocky banks, and Christopher Robin saw at once how dangerous it was. Just the place, he explained, for an ambush. What sort of bush? whispered Pooh to Piglet. A gorse bush? My dear Pooh, said Owl in his superior way. Don't you know what the ambush is? Owl, said Piglet, looking round at him severely. Pooh's whisper was a perfectly private whisper, and it was no need. An ambush, said Owl, is a sort of surprise. So is a gorse bush sometimes, said Pooh. An ambush, as I was about to explain to Pooh, is a sort of surprise. If people jump after you, suddenly, that's an ambush, said Owl. It's an ambush, Pooh, when people jump at you suddenly, explained Piglet. Pooh, who now knew what an ambush was, said that a gorse bush had sprung at him suddenly one day when he fell off a tree and he had taken six days to get all the prickles out of himself. We are not talking about gorse bushes, said Owl a little crossly. I am, said Pooh. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.